0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME.
1: Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner.
0: Hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast brought to you by SocialMediaExaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I'll be joined by Ray Edwards, and we're going to explore how to create phrases that sell. We're going to talk about eight different strategies that you can use to move people to action. And I got to tell you, It's absolute solid gold. It's so good that you're likely going to want to stop what you're doing and grab something and take notes. By the way, if you want to reach me, email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. And now for this week's brand new discovery.
1: Helping you stay alive in the social jungle. Here is this week's survival tip.
0: Today, I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new discovery. What'd you find, Eric?
1: I got a really cool tool. It's called Stories Creator, and it's made by Buffer, and it is for stories, that type of content that's out there that's vertical images, and you use it on Facebook, use it on Instagram. What this is is essentially people want to be able to create stories. Sometimes you need to batch process a bunch of them, and doing that on a phone is not necessarily the most efficient way to do that. It'd be great to be able to go to the desktop Upload your images, design everything with a big screen, even get feedback on it, and then download all of it, and then send it over to whoever's going to be posting it. That's what this does. It's Stories Creator by Buffer. How does it work? Well, it's really simple. I, I, I gotta admit, I really love the bare bones, like simplicity of the UI. Like you choose a template. You can upload an image or choose a background color, you can upload logos, and then you switch over to the text portion where you select your title, or you select your body text or your caption, and then literally on the right-hand side, while you're dealing with uh, picking and choosing and designing on the left-hand side in the toolbar, on the right-hand side, you've got this nice wide open space that looks just like it's going to show up in your story, and then you just click download image and it saves it, and then you move on to the next one
0: So this is just for still images then in stories? Is that the idea? Yeah,
1: it's not the video stuff. uh, But again, there's a lot of people that are doing a bunch of different, you know, I mean, this is one of the things where say, say we had a step by step in one of our articles. Mm -hmm. Well, I could go through and I could say, okay, step one, and then I create a story about it, download. Step two, Hmm. story about it, download, and so on. And then I could post those. Up on our Instagram stories, like I've seen, like Wired Magazine and others do, which are pretty visually appealing. So.
0: so, is it kind of like Canva meets some sort of a story creator kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I would say that's probably the best description for it. If anybody has ever used Canva, it's very much like that. But again, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles and confusing aspects of say, trying to do this in a Photoshop or, or even in Canva, like you just, I mean, they strip it out and it does that one thing and it does it very well.
0: Is it mobile app, desktop app? What's the deal?
1: It's desktop app only.
0: Okay. Uh, Both platforms?
1: Uh, Yeah. But it's a dedicated app. It's browser-based. Oh, it's a
0: browser. Okay. Yeah. It's right in the browser. It's a browser-based tool. Perfect. So it's not a dedicated app. And then um, uh, what's it cost? It's free. Free. Where do we find it?
1: Yeah, so it's easy to find. You just go to buffer.com slash stories dash creator.
0: Buffer.com slash stories dash creator. Yeah, Yeah. like a hyphen. Creator, not creators, right? Right. Perfect. Thank you for bringing us that find, Eric. You're welcome. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. And here's my interview with Ray Edwards.
1: Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide.
0: Today, I'm very excited to be joined by my good friend, Ray Edwards. If you don't know who Ray is, he is the world's leading copywriter from my perspective. He's also author of the book, How to Write Copy That Sells, and he's got an amazing podcast called The Ray Edwards Show. Ray, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Today, Ray and I are going to talk about how to create phrases that sell. And so many of us who are marketers are in the business of trying to figure out how to say things that can move people to action. This is what Ray is an absolute expert in, and I'm super excited to be exploring this with you today, Ray. So uh, my first question is a why question. Why should everyone listening right now really care about what we're about to talk about? Well, well, there's a Nora Ephron biography
2: that's entitled, Everything is Copy. And uh, for me, copy is persuasive communication, whether it's written or spoken, uh, whatever form it happens in. If you're communicating to persuade, and we almost always are, then that's copy. And so you should pay attention because this is how you get to where you want
0: I like that. I'll expand on that a little bit because I used to be a career copywriter. I think that everyone who's listening needs to listen to Ray because we're in a world of algorithms and those algorithms watch the activities that happen on the posts that we do inside of social, whether they are organic posts or whether they are paid posts, they're watching for engagement. And if you can actually, with your words, move people to engage, then your messages will be seen more. In addition, if you can move them to act in the way that you want them to act, you will become the hero of your company because you will be looked at as someone who seems to understand how to do this when no one else does. So, there's a couple more good reasons. Do you have anything you want to add to that?
2: Well, I think that's amazing. And this is why my staff, my team has learned that whenever they say something to me about social media, they know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, I got to check with Michael first. <laughs> and they kind of roll their eyes. They're like, okay, I guess he knows something. Uh, I mean, that whole insight about engagement is super powerful.
0: And by the way, you guys may not know this, but Ray and I are in a mastermind and we get to talk every single week, <laughs> which is absolutely fun. Yes. Uh, so, um, all right. So let's just assume everyone listening right now understands the value of um, copywriting or phrases or or persuasive messages, however you want to choose to say it. My next question, Ray, is what are marketers, what are they getting wrong? What's the big mistakes you see? Because I know you deal with lots of writers and marketers and all that fun stuff, and there must be something that we're doing wrong because obviously much of what we're doing is not working.
2: The biggest standout mistake that I see is people ignore the negative part of their message, like the pain question. And There's always a pain question, even if what you're doing is like all entertainment-focused. What pain does entertainment solve? It solves the pain of boredom and the pain of not having a more exciting life. I mean, we watch adventure movies because we want adventure. And the fact is neurobiologically, I just love being able to use that word in a sentence. We're wired to respond to the pain more quickly than we are to the prospect of pleasure. And I mean, most of the people that I know in the marketing world and that you know are nice people and we want to be nice. We want to emphasize the positive. And I think that's a noble sentiment. But the fact of the matter is people are hardwired from birth to respond to getting out of pain more quickly than seeking after pleasure. Both are important. you got to have carrot and the stick, but the stick gets neglected, and I think that's a big mistake.
0: For those that have been listening to the podcast just a few weeks ago, it might even be last week, I forget about the order here, but I interviewed Melissa Cacera, a screenwriter, and she talked about how a lot of really strong plots have a concept of overcoming the monster. Another one is the quest story. And if we think about these plots, right, overcoming a monster, obviously the monster for marketers could be the Facebook algorithm, right? The quest story is, uh, you think about any movie you've ever seen where they're going on a quest, they're going to be facing some pretty big trials, right? That's what makes for a good story. And if I go way back, Ray, to my very first book called Writing White Papers, I always talked about how it's most important to talk about the problem before you talk about the solution. And, you know, I don't know why so many people don't talk about the problem. They just want to talk about here's the solution. And, you know, why is that? Is it because we don't have as much time to kind of lay that out? What's your thoughts on that?
2: I, I actually think it's it comes from a good place. Most people don't want to feel like they're manipulating other people. And we've all seen examples of copy and marketing and sales where we, we just feel icky. We feel like we're being manipulated. They're playing on our fear. And our scarcity kind of thinking, I agree. I think those kinds of manipulations are wrong. But I think when you come from an intent of helping people, you owe it to them to tell them the whole story. And part of the story is the monster or the problem. And if they don't understand they have a problem, they're
0: not going to be interested in buying. Sometimes they don't even know what their problem is until you kind of lay it out, right? Yes, I mean, gosh, think about all the things that you bought that you never knew you needed, right? Like uh-huh. let's take let's take the Fitbit, right? You know, Cliff and I, Cliff probably got you on it just as Cliff Ravenscraft, just as much as he got me on it back in the day, but I didn't know I needed a little device on my side of my pants that tracks how many steps I take. But what I did know is that I wasn't walking enough and I wasn't being active enough, and I didn't even know that that was my problem until I realized, you know, that sitting in front of a computer all day wasn't healthy for me. And that if I got this little device that would start tracking my steps, it would overcome one of my problems, which is just getting up and physically walking, right? And I, so I didn't know I needed a Fitbit, just like we didn't know we needed iPhones, right? Right. And now we, we can't leave the
2: house without them. We leave the house without them, we turn around and go back to get it.
0: Yeah. So what's the problem that that's solving, just out of curiosity? What's your take on what's the problem that the smartphones are solving?
2: Instant gratification.
0: Ooh, okay. Expand on that
2: we've conditioned ourselves to when we want something, we can get it immediately. And these phones are that we use are little instant gratification machines. I mean, it used to be that if you wanted to get a question answered about some obscure political figure or person in history, you'd have to call the library.
0: Or, or wait, go to the or research or wait for the next encyclopedia to show up at your house, right? Yeah, yes.
2: Yes. And those days are gone. We have the Encyclopedia Galactica in our pocket.
0: Okay. So So hopefully everyone understands that Talking about the problem or the pains is definitely something that us marketers don't do. And one more little story, Uh, the last couple of episodes of the journey as of this recording have very heavily focused on problems that we were facing, one with Facebook video and another one with email deliverability. And you know what? I've never had as many views on these videos ever. And I've, 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 I've had people say, oh my gosh, it's so amazing to see that I'm not alone. You're just like me. I love your stuff even more. You've hooked me forever. So there is something to that, isn't there?
2: There, that's perfect. And I, you know, I've watched those episodes, and I felt like I didn't think about why until now. But those were the best episodes I had watched yet. That's how I felt about it. And you're exactly right because you were facing some big problems that we all face.
0: But I chose to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, so that's the setup for the core of what we're going to talk about today. You've got eight different ways that talk about the pains, right? There's many more than this. These are not the only ones, but these
2: are eight, what I think of as communication patterns. They're small, but mighty phrases that will lead you right into powerful copywriting that accomplishes your goal of getting people to be more engaged, getting them to buy or getting them to agree with you, whatever change you're
0: trying to make with people. Perfect. And um, for the sake of simplicity, we're going to use my product as an example but what I want you to do is when you're listening to this, just substitute my product for your product, okay? Um, my product in particular in this case is Social Media Marketing World. So Ray is going to go through some examples, and I'm going to ask a lot of questions along the way so we can kind of dissect this of how these things um, can be used. Let's just dig right in because I think people are going to be fascinated by this. So go Go ahead, Ray.
2: All right. Let's start with what I call the if-then statement. I say what I call it. Since I'm the first person to ever say that. Uh. The, <laughs> these, these are statements where you simply are saying, if you have the following pain or problem, then here's the solution and why. So just to give you an example, using social media marketing world as the case study, I, I, I love this. I've had so much fun thinking about this. One example would be, if you are confused about which social media marketing strategies work in today's market, and I would string two or, threes, two or three of these together in the copy itself. So I would go on to say, if you wonder whether it's too late to capitalize on video, it's not, but only if you know which platform to focus on and which to ignore. And if you want to understand how to market through social media, but you need a comprehensive approach and a better understanding of what you can and cannot accomplish, then social media marketing world is being carefully crafted for someone
0: just like you. Wow. So let's break down what you just did there. So
2: started with what I feel is probably one of the most common emotions that people have about social media marketing, which is they're confused about which strategies work. There's so many voices shouting at them from all different directions, all contradicting one another. So we're just identifying an emotion they feel. It's like what you said about your journey episodes where people said, you're just like me.
0: Got it. So then everyone listening, you know, what are the emotional triggers? What are the big challenges? And then make those into questions. But, but I like the way you strung them together. You know, that was really fascinating. It wasn't just one little sentence. Basically, it was, if you're facing this, do you, do you literally just put dot, dot, dot and not even complete the sentence if you were writing the copy yes. on this? Okay, wow, fascinating. That's exactly what I do. Okay, wow. Um,
2: so I went on, the second one was about whether it's too late to capitalize on video and it plays on things that I know are happening right now in the market, questions that people have about video. Uh, if you need to know more about that, you should watch the journey. Right. <laughs> and um, the third one was, if you want to understand how to market through social media, but you need a comprehensive approach. You need to understand more. And that's an expansion of, and an all-inclusive statement about all the stuff that's bugging them, going right back to the first statement. And then the answer is social media marketing world. And it's being crafted for someone just like you. And then I might actually follow that up by saying, here are four reasons why you must attend, and then give them the actual bullet points or ideas that they're going to acquire as
0: a result of being there. You guys, you see how good Ray is? <laughs> okay, let's go to the second example.
2: Okay, so uh, the second example is if you don't do anything else, or if you don't do anything, it just gets worse. This deals with the, um, one of the biggest problems that we as people have about all of our troubles. And that is we tend to think if we ignore it, it'll go away. So one phrase I might use to drive this point home would be something like, if you ignore the social media marketing problem, it won't go away. And there is a problem because there's a a conversation happening about you on social media. If you don't know about it, you're not part of it.
0: And if you're not part of it, then you can't influence it,
2: right? Exactly. Exactly. So another way to approach this would be saying something like, choosing to do nothing about your social media marketing is in fact a
0: choice which has consequences. Mm. Do we focus on the consequences or just let them figure that part out on their own? It depends on you
2: have to kind of have a sense of your market and how big of a hot button is this for them. Right. And if you know, this is a touchy subject for them, then I would drive the point home and give some solid examples.
0: It's like the, we take the positive thing we want them to do and then we flip it or help me understand that a little bit. Yeah. We look for what's the negative
2: consequence of them not doing, Got what's
0: it. the cost of them not doing what they need to do. Uh, okay. So for example, if we, let's say we were trying to persuade someone to get into Facebook ads, right? So we could say, um, if you're not investing in Facebook ads And instead, simply relying on organic posts, you are fighting a battle against an algorithm that will crush you and make sure your content is never seen. And it will get lower and lower and lower until you'll be forced to spend more money as the marketplace gets more competitive, right? Something along those lines, right?
2: Yes. And of course, I, being the the over-the-top kind of guy I am sometimes, would probably go on to write something. That may sound familiar to you. I might say something like, this is a machine, and it won't eat, it won't sleep, (laughs) it doesn't feel pity, and it will not stop until you are dead. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So some people will recognize that as being a line paraphrased from the original Terminator movie.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. That is so cool. All right. So if you don't do anything, it gets worse. And there's just so many so many different possibilities, right? Because um, like, for example, we could just take video, right? Like um, the world is all moving towards, you know, people watching things instead of people reading things, right? And if you're all in on writing, you're not creating things for the people that are no longer reading dot, 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 dot.
2: Exactly.
0: I I love it. Okay, good. Anything else
2: on that? I came up with one little phrase that kind of stands on its own that I just want to make sure I give you, which is, Ignoring the problem
0: does not solve the problem. I love that. What about using metaphors? You ever use metaphors to try to drive some of this stuff home in everyday kind of metaphors? You know, like if your child, blah, 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 you, yes. know, you would know da, 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 that kind of thing. Totally. Like Absolutely. if your child doesn't do his homework, right? Um, uh, you know, he's going to fail the course, right? And why would you not do your homework, right? Because you don't want to fail in life. Something along those lines, right? Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Okay, good. So, so far we've talked about the, the, if, then, If you don't do anything, it'll get worse. What's next?
2: Here's one of my favorites. Um, It's what most people do. Because as we know, Michael, what most people do is the wrong thing. And it's been said that if if you're confused about what to do, just look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. Hmm. So that's kind of humorous, but also frighteningly true in most cases. I would say... In this case, I would say something like what most people do about their social media marketing is copy what their competitors are doing plus or minus 10% and call it good. Mm.
0: That is a huge mistake. I'll tell you how I got at this because Ray was fortunate enough to tell me about this one phrase when we were in our mastermind group together. So I immediately went out on my personal profile on Facebook and I said, what's the biggest mistake social media marketers make? And I got a bazillion responses and I was like, oh, perfect. It's market research, right? And they told me all the things that most people do that's ridiculous. And then I just used that in an email blast that I put together because I t- followed this model. Now, when you say what most people do, you got to follow it through with, but you're not most people. Is that right? You know?
2: Yes, that is correct. You you need to pull them into the circle of saying, rewarding them for being a smart, savvy person who understands I'm not most people. And Michael is like me. He's not most people. So we're not going to do that stupid stuff.
0: Right. So how do we bridge that? We just say something like, and I know you're not like those people. Instead, you're like this, someone who does X and someone who does Y. And that's why this solution is perfect for you. Is that is exactly that, okay, that's exactly right? See what happens when you get two copywriters together? Yeah. <laughs> Although, we become word nerds. Yeah. You are far more refined than I ever was. So thank you for coming and playing with me. This is so cool. All right. What's the next? Do you have anything else Do you want to say on that before we move on to the next one? If not, move no, on to the next one. Okay. We can move on. Um, the next
2: one is, this is one of my favorites. This is the closest thing to a magic word I know. And let me just demonstrate what I mean. So just for a moment, imagine a purple elephant in a pink tutu wearing a party hat.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay.
2: Got it. So <laughs> my point is you cannot disobey the command to imagine something. When you invoke the word imagine, you have the power to kind of be like the movie Inception, to put an idea in their head, to get them to picture something. And the biggest challenge we have as marketers, in my opinion, is getting people to picture themselves having the successful outcome that your product or service will bring them. Well, if you can just tell them to imagine it, then you can change everything. So here's an example. Imagine your social media marketing efforts start to outperform all your previous marketing while your ad spend goes down. Imagine that suddenly every key player in your industry is coming to you for social media marketing advice. Imagine your boss gives you a big fat raise because she does not want you taking a job anywhere else.
0: How do we follow through with uh, the clothes on that?
2: I would say something like, does that sound like kind of a fantasy? Well, it isn't really. Because if you can deliver the goods as a social media marketer, then these and other benefits will come to you.
0: And here's why. And then you go on to explain the why of your product or service. Because you will learn this, you will learn that. Um, One of the things that I was thinking is imagine talking with the social media marketing idols that you've been following online, shaking their hands, asking them questions. Um, Imagine being surrounded by people just like you. So instead of... (laughs) I don't know. I might be going off on another one of your no, ideas. No, this, this is good. Instead of simply working in a cubicle where no one understands a thing you say, and it's as if you're speaking a foreign language, you are surrounded by people that are just like you, they get you, and they want to talk to you. Yes. I, just, I love that. And that. I threw that, that out there. I got tingles is, when I was saying that. Sorry.
2: <laughs> that celebrity thing is so huge. I mean, this so yeah. good. Yeah. Those are reasons why people are at Social Media Marketing World. So-
0: Yeah. So, I, I, but I love it because I was thinking about the experience there, but you were thinking about imagine if you could solve these problems, right? Yes. Or imagine instead of the problems, you could be the hero, right? Which is, which is what you were saying when everybody comes to you for advice, right?
2: Yes, yes. This is why it's really good to write with a team, even if it's just you and another person, because the other people on the team are going to come up with different angles and ideas. And if we can all set aside our egos and just play together, like we're doing right now, Michael,
0: then we come up with much better copy. It's fascinating. So when you're writing copy for your own stuff, how do you decide which of these imagines to focus on? Is it based on your knowledge from your prior customers, for example, or is it something else? I don't know. I'm
2: curious. It's it's based on the people that I deal with as clients and um, readers and people that I meet when I'm out at events talking to them. It's based on that. And it's I wouldn't even say that it was like a conscious decision. I'm going to go for the I'm the hero angle on this one. Right. I just, I just wrote the first two or three things that came to mind, and that's why. But that doesn't mean that they're the only things or even the best things. I mean, the the angles that you came up with, like meeting your idols and shaking their hand, that is huge because it took me right back to the first time I went to social media marketing world, and that was one of my primary drivers for being there.
0: Wow. And people listen, I mean, each one of these things is like an ad, right? I mean, these are like each of these could be an ad or it could be an email or it could be in a video, right? I mean, you could use these in bazillions of different ways and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. So, so that was the imagine what's next.
2: The next one is, this is another, another technique that I recommend stacking these things one on top of the other. And I'll demonstrate in just a moment. The It's called the, if the only thing you got. And so you want to single out the the major benefits of your product or service. In this case, it's going to be social media marketing world. And you want to stack them up and make it clear that if the only thing they got was this one benefit, it would be worth them buying or engaging or being part of what you're doing. So, for example, if the only thing you got was the certainty you need to know what kind of video marketing you need to do and where you should be doing it, dot, dot, dot. If the only thing you got was an insider expert understanding of each major social platform and the unique opportunities and pitfalls that come with each dot 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 if the only thing you got was one dramatic case study after another of players who are crushing it and exactly how they're doing it if you got any one of these things it would be worth the investment and the time to attend social media marketing world but you don't get only one you get them all
0: love it if you only got clarity that you were doing something wrong and needed to stop before you th- <laughs> before <laughs> before it spelled disaster Right There's another yes. there's another angle, right? Like um, that would be worth it, right? If the only thing you got was a plan that pointed you down the right path to success, you know da, 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 da. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm free-flowing with you here. No,
2: that's that's good because see, this is one of the things I've observed in attending this event several years in a row now is most people don't have a comprehensive plan that they thought through. They just got a bunch of ideas that got stuck in their head because it came into their inbox. One after the other. That's not a good strategy.
0: If the only thing you got was an idea that allowed you to fill in the blank, I don't know. I'd have to think about what that is. But if the only thing you got was an idea. um, To to take a shortcut and skip all the trial and error and
2: actually do social media marketing that moves the needle.
0: There you go. There you go. Perfect. So then it would be worth it. Yeah. And, And I like that a lot. I like it actually a lot. Like I know. I know that most people that come to social media marketing world are coming for the tactics. Yeah. If they got the one tactic, the one tactic that allowed them to, you know, fill in the blank, increase their leads by even 5% or drive, you know, 10% more traffic to their website or just something like that. Right. Um, generate more this or that, right. More exposure for their brands. Or if, if the only thing they got was, um, a way to optimize their, their messaging so that they can actually get a greater result with less money, it will pay (laughs) for itself, right? Yes. That's what you get when you go to Ray Edwards' session, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, cool. Keep going. So the next
2: one is, uh, number six is, don't let this happen to you. Mm. Um, And so it's pretty obvious how you use it. One of the things about these phrases, the reason I love them so much is most people, after you – after you hear the phrase and you hear a couple of examples, you can start doing what you and I are doing, Michael. You can just riff and come up with a ton of ideas. Right. So like in this case, I would say, don't let this happen to you. Don't get caught using yesterday's outdated tactics hmm. and thus throw good money after bad. Don't be ashamed you don't know everything about social media marketing. And by keeping that a secret, allow your pride to rob you of the, of the results of your reputation, perhaps even of your job. Wow. I love that one. Don't trick yourself into thinking you already know everything. And that you're too smart for the room. Mm. Because when you decide you know everything, you've merely chosen
0: where to level off. Don't let yourself think that this is above you because (laughs) you know, know, if it is, because because the reality is all of us are actually restarting almost every month because this industry is in constant change, right? Yes. Yes.
2: And I think this is a place where you could segue into talking about some of your recent episodes of the journey, because you're not embarrassed or ashamed. You're sharing your journey. Right, exactly. And when you let people know that, they bond to you. I mean, you've seen it already. You've seen people saying, "You're just like me." That's yes. that's magic to my copywriting ears.
0: Don't let Facebook tell you that you need to produce longer videos <laughs> when the data tells you otherwise and or don't yeah, don't let face don't let the social platforms tell you um to do what they want you to do if it doesn't service your objectives. Um, I interviewed uh, Jay Acunzo, who was um, recently on the podcast, and he said he used to work for Google. And uh, back in the day, Google came up with this idea that they were going to add these extra links to the search ads. And they came out with some crazy number that said somehow it'll increase your, um, your traffic, your click through by 30%. So in a matter of months instead of years, all these ad reps, because Google told them to do it, um, went out and told people you need to have multiple links inside of your search. And guess what ended up happening? Mm. Google made a ton of money and all these clients ran out of money because it wasn't working. And that was a great example of if you do what the social platform tells you to do, it might not be for the reasons you're thinking. So the don't let this happen to you is don't get caught up in what the social platforms tell you to do. Instead, talk to people that know and have tracked this stuff and can tell you whether it really works or not.
2: Well, yes. And and come and hear this the insider's view from people who know information and data that you don't have
0: access to. Another example, don't let this happen to you. Um, don't Keep operating off of the same playbook that you used a year ago, because if you do, bop 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 bop. Right? I mean, um, yes. Those that are operating off of old playbooks are getting less results, less traffic, spending more money, pulling their hair out of their head, and essentially putting themselves out of work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow!
0: I just that is awesome. I just came up with that, but yeah. So, how do you flip that so it's not totally negative?
2: You, you just ask. Yeah. You're probably wondering by now, how do I avoid all these terrible things happening? Mm. Well, you need to put yourself in an environment where there are people who know the real answers and the real truth. And that's what we do when we come together at social media marketing world.
0: Another example of don't let this happen to you is, um, don't be the last one at the party, (laughs) Mm. right? Mm. Because like the, the reality is that our industry is changing so fast. And if you're late to the party chances are pretty good the strategy has already changed. Instead, imagine, see I'm combining this together? Imagine yes. you're the first one in your company to recommend Facebook Messenger bots. You're the first one in your industry to use these tools to allow you to increase your opt-ins, to actually grow your email list, and to reduce the amount of labor that you do inside your company. <laughs> um, what if that happened? <laughs>
2: Uh, yes. I, I'm starting to yes. combine
0: all this together but go ahead I might be getting ahead but go ahead. It's
2: it's a good thing you're recording this. Yes. Um so what if is the next one? Right? Right. And this is this is about evoking the the idea of possibilities and just to pick up on what you were just saying, one of the examples I came up with was what if you could be ahead of everyone else for the next Snapchat or Instagram stories. Wow. What if people in your company and even your industry began to think of you as the Nostradamus of social media marketing? What if you could actually accomplish more by stressing and spending
0: less. What if you could actually, at five o'clock, go home and not have to worry about continuing to do your job? Oh, that's (laughs) beautiful. Yeah, because social media marketers are like doctors are on all the time, right? Um, What if the tactics that you implement actually worked uh, better than the other activities that you're doing, right? Because we all know that as marketers, everything always seems to decline and diminish and kind of there's diminishing returns, right? I mean, yes. that that's something I can't solve, actually. I just threw that out there. But if, if somebody could solve that, it yeah, what if every time you did a marketing campaign, it was better than the last time? I mean, gosh, who wouldn't pay for that, right? Well, I cannot, by the way, that's not a promise I can fulfill, but if somebody can, please contact me. <laughs> 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 now, this uh, what if and this imagine sounds very similar.
2: They are. Uh, the what if I usually reserve exclusively for positive possibility thinking. Although we've just had some good examples of how to turn that on its ear. Right. So they're, they're very simple. Um, they're very, they're very simple to use and they're very powerful. I, I think imagine is probably a more powerful tool because it it's,
0: it's almost impossible to resist. Well, here's how I could see you could use what if too. like a little later in your copy, you could say, instead of watching everyone that, you know, using the hashtag. SMMW19 and regretting having come, <laughs> what if you actually decided to take the leap and buy your ticket and come to social media marketing world and not yeah. miss out? I mean, that's an example that you could use, yes. right? That's perfect. 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 Perfect example. Okay, good. What else?
2: So my last one is uh, number eight, which is the, um, you're standing at the crossroads hmm. metaphor. Now, some people feel like this is a little cheesy, uh, which I kind of agree with you, but it's been very effective for me. So an example of how this would work is you're you're giving people, you're putting them in a position of making a binary choice. Either I'm going to go to social media marketing world or I'm not going to go. I often will use this exact kind of language. I'll say, you're standing at a crossroads right now. You've got two roads to choose from. I purposely use that phrase, which kind of evokes the Robert Frost poem. I don't usually refer to it explicitly, though. So you've got two roads to choose from. The road on your left is the road you've been traveling down. It's rocky and bumpy. And I try to draw the metaphor into what we're talking about. So you're trying the same old tactics. They're working less and less. They're less and less effective. Your ads are costing more and more. The cost per lead is going up. Or you can go down the road to the right, which is paved and smooth. And there's only a few people on this road, but their social media marketing is getting more engagement. Their ad costs are going down. Their costs per click and per lead are incredibly low. And this Road to the right is the one that you go down when you attend social media marketing
0: world. So choose the right road. And I I know that sounds a little over the top, but it works. I like it because you kind of alluded multiple times during today's dialogue that even inaction is a choice, right? Yes. And the idea is to not act, whatever your product is, social media marketing world or anything else, to choose not to purchase or invest or attend um, means that, you know, fill in the blank, means that you are content and everything is working well, and you feel like you don't need this, that, or the other thing, right? This is just another way of saying the same thing. Or instead, choosing to actually invest and attend and come means that you actually do see that you do need to change your ways and improve your efforts and dot, 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 dot. I mean, that's kind of of another way of saying the same thing, isn't it? Yes.
2: And that's one of the secrets of copy, if there are secrets. I I love what Adam Curry says, there are no secrets, there's just information you don't have yet. Um, so one of the secrets is that much of copy is reiterating the same point over and over again in different ways. Mm. And your, your ability to be perceived as a great copywriter, a good persuader, is to not have the fact that you're doing that be, be so yeah. obviously visible. Yeah. So um, here's another way to use the same principle. It's another way of wording it. You could say, you know, there are two kinds of people in the world. The kind of person who's a lifetime learner, a consummate student, and a courageous innovator, or the kind who thinks they know it all. They're more concerned with being impressive than with being right. And they're kind of a panicky, play it safer kind of person. Which kind of person are you?
0: Some of you are the kind of person who's actually pulled over on the side of the road and started taking notes. And I can guarantee you, <laughs> if that's you, I need you to um, contact me on Instagram and let me know. You know, uh, Folks, this will be fun, okay? Uh, I'm Stelsner on Instagram. I want you guys to take a picture and tell me where you are right now listening to this podcast, because I know by now some of you have stopped washing dishes. You've stopped walking the dog. You pulled over on a bench. I want to know where you guys are. <laughs> take a picture, <laughs> tag me. And, and what are you on Instagram, Ray? Ray Edwards. Okay. Tag Stelsner and tag Ray Edwards because I think this is just fun. It's something I always wanted to do. Um, so, and some of you literally are standing right now. And some of you are at a crossroad. And by the way, if you're physically at the crossroad, would you take a picture? <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh. There are people right now who are listening
0: and they're going, oh my God, he's talking about me. (laughs) Okay. So you guys know this has been solid gold, um, but we're not done. So um, I'm going to go over the eight again. The first one is the if then statement. The second one is if you don't do anything, it gets worse. The third one is what most people do and you're not most people. The fourth one was imagine. The fifth one was, if the only thing you got was. The next one was, don't let this happen to you. The seventh one is, what if? And the last one is, you're standing at the crossroads or a crossroad. And some of you literally are right now. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, this has been Solid Gold. Um, let's talk about applications of where we could use this kind of stuff. Cause I know we hinted at some of the places we could use this, but let's expand people's minds of the ways, the places where this kind of stuff could be used.
2: Uh, absolutely. I think this is where I get really excited because I think there's a huge opportunity here that most people miss. What most people do is they use this copy in one place, like on a sales page and they forget they could use it in their ads in their emails. I mean, each one of these points could be an individual email in your email campaign, hmm. uh, in your Instagram stories, in your posts on different social media platforms, in your posts on your own blog, in your podcast, when you're speaking, when you're being interviewed. Every If you start realizing that everything is copy, every time you're communicating, there's an opportunity to communicate your message. And you could use just these tools and have a an seemingly infinite number of ways of saying your message over and over again, to get people to do what you want, believe what you want, buy what you're selling, or engage with your ideas. And this is a small toolbox, but it's powerful. And there's a saying in direct marketing, which is this,
0: tiny hinges swing big doors. Ooh, I like that. And by the way, I have not recorded the intro to this podcast yet, but this is like an inception moment. I can assure you that one of these eight methods I'm going to use at the very opening, my pre-roll ad you know, will be one of these. It might be imagine one or what if or whatever, but um, I'm going to use one of these and you guys will probably want to rewind or you might've said, oh yeah, he did use one of those. I didn't even notice. So um, if I could just talk about how we use some of this kind of stuff. Typically the the sales page, which is, you know, you can see if you visit our, our uh, I don't even remember how to get there, but if you just Google social media marketing world, um, the sales page itself has many different pages and it's all over the, actually it's socialmediaworld19.com. But all over that place, we use these messages. We try to get quotes from people our customers that kind of back up these messages, so we have like this huge arsenal of quotes that we've gotten from many different places, and we try to find a quote that kind of somehow drives home that message. Um, in addition, what we we do is we produce endless amounts of Facebook ads, so we're just constantly creating Facebook ads. We we produce newsletter ads, so inside of our newsletter we have a very short ad, and we'll use this kind of copy inside of our newsletter ads, and it's different every single time um cuz we're always testing um, obviously i will use it at the opening of every episode of the podcast we use these kinds of messages inside of the opening of our live show we even use them inside of the graphical ads that we create on socialmediaexaminer.com. so the key here is to just like think about every conceivable place where you have any kind of message that's yeah. where the endless opportunities opens up right just those places yeah, just those places. And, and, and honestly, the reality is we're not using as many of these things as we're going to after now that I've got all this wisdom from Ray. Um, the reality is that the way that we've historically marketed has been go here and learn this, you know, or join this many people um, or get this. And it hasn't been at all focused on any of the problems. I mean, it's, it's pretty much just been completely focused on the solution. And that's what I love about what we've been talking about, Ray. Is there anything else that you want to add? Just
2: that the real magic in these techniques. This is going to sound kind of overly simple. Is using them, and just like you said just now, Michael, you're you're a great marketer. Your com- you didn't say this. I'm saying it. Your, your company is is great at their marketing efforts. The, one of the most organized, systematic companies I've ever seen in my life. And yet, there are many of these techniques that you weren't using. And so I know how you are. You're going to put these into your system and it's going to be something that comes up regularly and you're going to use these techniques more often. And I would encourage anybody who's listening to this and resonating with it and saying, yes, I can use this. Before you leave this session with this podcast, go use one of these tactics in a post, in in an Instagram story, in something that you're doing, an email you're sending, just use one of them. And when you see the
0: engagement or the response
2: that you begin to get, it's kind of addictive.
0: And, for those of you that are that are email marketers, which I definitely am, I mean, gosh, we probably will have sent out well over a hundred emails by the time we're done promoting the conference. You don't have to have the entire email be about this thing. You know, you could just kind of weave this in, right? This this doesn't have to be the entire persuasive message, does it, Ray? It could just no. be injected in the place where it logically makes the most amount of sense, right?
2: Yes, and this this kind of effort that you're putting into writing this stuff. Will pay off because you'll come up with some standalone phrases that you can use just as one little sentence in your email. Like the one I said earlier, ignoring the problem does not solve the problem. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful self-contained message.
0: Yeah. And then eventually when you start realizing that you've hit on a hot button message, you know, it seems that people are taking the right action. That's when you want to go all in on that and come up with variations of that. Right. So, yes. so if, if that message seems to outperform everything else, then just say to yourself, how can I create like seven or eight different versions of that message? Right. And how can I tell stories around that message? And how can I get customer stories that kind of support that message? And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, it's actually the creative process. It's endless. There's plenty of things that you can do with that. Okay, Ray. Well, um, you've got an amazing book called how to write copy that sells, and you've got a lot of other resources. So before you tell everybody where they can get that, I do want to say that this has been magical. I know that both of us were thinking about rescheduling this because we both had kind of a sore throat going on, but I'm glad we did it. <laughs> yeah, me too. And for those that um, we, we literally are recording this just before Christmas, it was going to be at risk if we didn't do it. And Ray decided to put on a cup of tea. I put some Ricolas in my mouth and we decided to do this. And I think it came out really awesome. So thank you, Ray, for doing this and sharing all your wisdom with us. Uh, we are the better for it. Tell everybody where they can discover more about you.
2: Well, thank you, Michael. And um, sure, I mean, you can discover more about me at RayEdwards.com. And if you go to RayEdwards.com forward slash SME, which stands for Social Media Examiner, SME, uh, there's an opportunity if you're interested to get my physical book for free. I do ask you to help out with the shipping, uh, but I'll send it to you for free and I'll actually sign it for you. So uh, it's less money than it would cost you on Amazon. And it's more effort for me, but I love doing it. I love connecting. So that's one thing you can do. And I've got an email newsletter, which is crammed full of useful stuff like this, and be happy to share that with you as
0: well. And he has an amazing podcast called The Ray Edwards Show. Did I get that right? Yes. It's the humbly
2: named Ray Edwards Show.
0: Yeah. I wonder I wonder where you came up with that. <laughs> Ray, thank you so much. And everybody, definitely go check it out. Uh, that link again was rayedwards.com slash SME. Is that right, Ray? Yes. Thank you again, Ray. Thank you. Okay. You heard it. Amazing things that you can do with your copy. By the way, everything we talked about is in today's show notes. And we talked about a lot. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 337. That's where you'll see it all outlined. And you can basically use that for your marketing messages. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the social media marketing podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week. And I hope to meet you in San Diego, social media marketing world. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world in a good way. Catch you next time.
1: The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner.
0: Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.